come. I'm going to come. Beetlejuice. It's showtime. Is this thing on? Is this live? Are we there? Are you here? Welcome to a long-abated martini lunch. Might be a little bit early, but it's never too early for blue cheese stuffed olives. Anyway, welcome everybody. Uh, big day. Huge day. Um, awkward day. It's a... Uh, it's non-stop news. There's so much to talk about that, you know, it's like... Let me, well, let me preface this. Where I am right now, holed up in a superhero cave. I want to say superhero, but just, you know, I do what I do. Um, it is a dark and dreary day. The rain is drizzling. It's like Seattle in August. It's 60 degrees and gray. And, you know, it just is like the... Siren song to come back to bed, go to sleep, take a nap. It'd be so wonderful, wouldn't it? But you know what? We're going to push through. The problem is, here's my problem. I took a hot shower today. I don't like hot showers. I like it when I'm having them at that exact moment. But I feel like gunk the rest of the day. I need to take another shower. I need to take a cold shower. Those are the best. By the way, if you have not taken a cold shower, give it a shot. It is amazing. Uh, you got to do it for like a week. Do the cold shower challenge. I'm not talking about freezing cold. I'm talking about you get up to where it's warm, and then you get to where it's uncomfortably cool, and then you just kind of tap it down a little bit. Once you get used to it, just get a little bit cooler, a little bit cooler. And as soon as you'll feel that, that cold, or the, it's refreshing, the refreshing water from the shower head starts to cool your whole body. You start to realize, you're like, I'm not going to be hot today. Like, I'm going to feel, I don't know, just, you, you feel cleaner when you get out. You feel reborn. You know, it's, uh, it's one of the great joys of life. You get that warm shower, and then you start turning down to cool. And then you turn it down to as cold as you can stand it. But not fast, not fast, just slow increments. It's amazing. And what I try to do is I try to imagine the, the hot water having hit my skin as I, I lathered up and everything. I try to imagine that's like that cold water is is uh, is taking the heat away. And it's like my, I'm becoming my own personal air conditioner. It's it's a it changes your outlook on your day. It's really great. Alright, so listen today. We have Amber Heard, Johnny Depp. Amber Heard was with Elon Musk. Elon Musk bought Twitter. And Nick Rikita was swatted last night. This is the weirdest day. This is the weirdest timeline ever. First of all, if you don't know Nick Rikita, let me introduce him. Um, ladies and gentlemen, the YouTube extraordinaire... The attorney who doesn't practice. Those are called lawyers. You're still something. <laughs> Go by doctor. Nick Rikita. He is live streaming the Amber Heard trial. Amber Heard, Johnny Depp trial. This chick is like a 
psychology. Oh, oh, gross. Get her off the screen. Get her off the screen. Gross. No grumpies. No grumpies. Gross. Gross. Let's see here. Little House on the Prairie, Amber Heard. Little House on the Prairie, Amber Heard. Wicked Witch of the West, same as Amber Heard. But this chick, though. So we listen a little bit of this. To find out if somebody's faking it or not, it's one of the most easily faked disorders. Most of us know what it feels like to feel anxious. And a lot of people have seen war movies and movies that depict somebody having PTSD. In fact, some research has shown that if you give someone a diagnostic checklist and said, show that you have PTSD. Uh, could you imagine you talking to this chick like this in a bar? On the street. So you really need a test that's very sensitive to that. Oh, this and is a big MMI setup. Two has been shown in multiple studies to be excellent at detecting those attempts. Oh, yeah. You keep using MMPI2. That's the abbreviation that you folks use for the i'm sorry if i hadn't said that that's the minnesota multiphasic personality inventory uh what i mean i don't even know what she said i don't even know what she said see nick's over here he's doing this with me formed the clinician administered ptsd scale dash five and that dash slightly better looking to the diagnosis for ptsd in our current diagnostic manual the fifth version um, to do that test, you first administer something called the life events checklist. So when are, when are we going to get the question? Checklist. Both of these tests. By Does the she way, have PTSD? By the National Center for PTSD with the Department Yeah, but of Nick, come on, Affairs. man. They always do these. But the life events checklist lists sixteen different very stressful life events that people can go through that are often can be associated with developing PTSD, and then it also has a seventeenth item. That you can fill in if you feel like you've been. You know, I forgot yesterday. That wasn't included. Now, I like to also add something called the Life Events Checklist 5 interview, which digs a little bit deeper into the person's childhood as well to find out if they, what sort of, there's so many different things that can be difficult growing up. And also, childhood. I had PTSD growing up. Which of the events they've listed, let's say they have a number of different types of traumas. Which one do they feel like was the most traumatic for them? Which one still Which part was the most traumatic? Stress when they talk about graduating it. college, man, and that sometimes sucked. Sometimes they can't just identify one, and then that has a that leads to I held on as long decision. as I could. So if they have multiple the old different try. similar types of events, like seeing combat, like, then you, you can't might stay here anymore. I'm like, use why? That as the worst one, the multiple similar. So guys, I'm just trying to load like, up on. Um, uh, I have to take a stomach pill. We call it. Isn't that weird? Well, I mean, I had and issues. And would maybe describe the anchor as a while back. The worst of my combat experience. So okay? let's see here. Two, now, two, if somebody two, had multiple different traumas from different times in their multiple life, different like traumas from different times, and then went to combat and had some. My wife says there, she has multiple traumas for being married to me. Clinician administered PTSD scale test, the one that comes after. You do one for the childhood right. event, and we're going to shrink this check down for the adulthood event. The adulthood event. The adulthood event. That's what we're going to name this show: is the adulthood event. Anyway, let's go back here. Boom. All right. So, Amber Heard's going on right now. Yesterday, or it was the day before, I don't know, I my vitamins. So, you had, uh, no idea why I didn't take two at once. 
You had um, Johnny Depp. He's been on the stand. Yesterday he ended his time on the stand. Uh, the guy is exceptionally smart. Um, he has a vocabulary probably unlike anyone in Hollywood. Uh, personally, I wish he didn't do drugs and whatnot because I think that he could unleash a talent. Uh, drugs, alcohol is a crutch, a coping mechanism. Because he probably hates being the smartest man in the room. And that's the... I mean, that's just the truth of it. I mean, he's an exceptionally talented, gifted person. I didn't realize how uh, smart he was until uh, he starts... I mean, he starts telling the lawyers, he's like, that's hearsay, isn't it? I mean, it's unbelievable. Um, Let's see here, though. Let me go on. Oh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to show you this. So this is one of the things, this chick... You know, I hate not having that chick up there because she really is hot. We need more hotties on the screen. Uh, we don't need that one. We need... How did that get messed up? Let's go back to cinema mode. Again, could you imagine talking to her in a bar? You'd be like, Hey, baby. So, uh, what do you do? And she'd be like... I'm analyzing you right now. I'd be like, I'm analyzing you too. Wait, did I say the same thing? Anyway, check this out. So she said, she talked about when she started on this before the uh, stream started here. Histrionic personality disorder. I crave sin. Is that not crazy? I had no idea about this. I like the little cartoon. Whenever there's a cartoon, I'm more likely to read it. Um, so it's a, what's that, an acronym for what, uh, I crave sin. You have to have, I, I don't know. Now in law school or like a, a law thing, they say you have to have all the, you have to have all these elements to have, you know, the culpability or whatnot, the mouse of forethought deal, whatever it is, what are they talking about? Okay. Now I don't know how it works in psychiatry, man. That coke's making me burp. Excuse me. I need a, uh, I need, uh, you know what? You guys don't care, do you? Um, so you gotta have these, these elements, right? And I don't know if you have just like one element or two elements. Like if that counts as something, I don't know any of this stuff. Oh my gosh. I hate how to, uh, self-validate myself to the tubes, but anyway, tubes, I am not a medical doctor. I'm not a doe doctor. I'm not a... I don't know what other kind of doctor I'm not. But I'm not. I'm a JD. I'm not using... Nobody should rely on me. Because I have a show I'm doing called The Martini Lunch. It's obviously a play on words. You come here for entertainment purposes only. Because I like to mock and make fun of the stupidity that is life and how people take stuff way too serious. So this is not medical, physical, mental, stability, orthopedic, um, pediatric, geriatric, heliatric, who knows what atric. It is no advice whatsoever, so stop paying attention. Anyway, I crave sin. Inappropriate behavior, seductive or provocative. Hello, nurse. 
I mean, dude, what happens if you have inappropriate behavior, but you're not intentionally doing it? Hmm. Center of attention. Look, I never try to be the center of attention. I command it. I, it's a, it is, it is my cross I bear. It is a, uh, a beast of burden. Relationships are seen as closer than they really are. Um, now, is that you project that image or you say that image? I mean, just because, like, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I started thinking about stuff and I was like, well, yeah, I do know some people. All right. Appearance is most important. Appearance should always be important to everybody. It goes hand-in-hand hand with cleanliness is next to godliness. Uh, vulnerable to other suggestions. That's why you have self-depreciating humor, so that way you take that uh, power away from people. I.e., I know I'm fat. Where is my plug-in for my phone? All right. Why is this... Uh, I hate these phones. My phone's so old, it's going to explode. Um, emotional expression is exaggerated. By the way, these are all things that Amber Heard has. Like, I'm joking around. I'm being like, oh, who doesn't have this? Who doesn't have that? But let's just face it. Inappropriate behavior is crapping on the bed. Center of attention is why she's in movies. Relationships are seen as closer than they really are. Hmm. Hmm. She thinks she's like, well, she thinks everybody loves her. I mean, that's one. I don't know how you define that technically, but, you know, that's her deal. Uh, appearance is most important. Well, let's just talk about this appearance. Yeah, let's see here. I don't think she's nailed that one. That chick, the shrink, the head shrinker here, is hotter than Amber Heard. You know what? I'm going to take a snapshot of that. Oh, why did she just drink that? Oh, my gosh. That is, that is my favorite meme. I don't even have it yet. Look at this. I'm going to take a snapshot of this. We got a good one here. Let's see here. Let's wait for it. She's got to be looking up, right? Oh, there's a good. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's a pretty good shot right there. We're going to take that one. We're going to put that in photos. And later on, we're going to meme it about how she is much better looking than that oblong face. Look at that. It's like a horse, like a, a horse, like a face. It's a face like a horse. Gross. Blech. Blech. She has proof that Johnny Depp, she's proof. This right here is proof that drugs are bad. This right here is proof that they are sexual uh, deviants. This is what plain looks like. Anyway, so all these things, shifting emotions. I mean, come on, that's Amber Heard right there. Uh, and pressionistic manner of speaking. Oh, dude, everything. And novelty is craved. Yeah, she married Johnny Depp for the novelty of it. So, I mean, we all know she has some sort of issues going on, right? We all accept that. Let's go back. Let me give her a little line. It's instability in their emotions. Oh, here it's we go. instability in their behavior. And That's what I was just talking about. In their sense of self and their identity. And that instability is really no. driven by this underlying no. terror of abandonment. So 
one of the key features also of this disorder, and all of it is like pistons of an engine kind of firing off and igniting one another. But when somebody is afraid of being abandoned by their partner or by anybody else in their environment and they have this disorder, they'll make desperate attempts to prevent that from happening. And those desperate attempts could be physical aggression. It could be threatening. It could be now, okay, this, themselves. This but sounds like it could be Johnny or that are usually very Amber. extreme and very concerning to the people around them. Um, uh, the anger is typically what, sadly, it's counteractive, right? So the thing these people fear most is being abandoned, but over time, the anger, the explosive anger that they show when somebody is uh, needing space or when somebody is really not doing anything wrong, because a lot of times they read into things that they perceive as being a slight to them or being- I like how the water bottle had to have the label removed. Happening. They'll exaggerate it. Is that not um, silly? And they'll explode. They'll react in this heightened manner that is just exhausting for their partners. Oftentimes their Amber partners Heard. will- Heard. Uh, try to make them happy at first and really allow themselves to be a punch thinking that they can somehow solve this problem that uh, somehow you they know she talks so much at work does she and get some she doesn't want to talk it just overwhelms them histrionic personality disorder is well, very before similar. we move on to that, okay um, <laughs> you need to break that up the term yeah emotional reactivity yeah she I just am. went what she was that? going very fast she so was speaking emotional reactivity in a way that a jury would not find in the diagnosis so essentially, like you guys watch that, I'm going to go check out real quick. The borderline uh, personality disorder are uh, often misdiagnosed as having bipolar disorder because they can be up and down. They can okay, be by the way, this is Nick Nikita. And they can like, this is his stream. Go and check him out. Give him the uh, give hours. him a like and Somebody whatnot, subscribe and all that. Are, oh, you're right. Go ahead and give me one too. I'd appreciate that. But Rakita was swatted last night live. And I have a video up for that. If you look up, comments are coming Clear out their bank account and go to Bet Vegas she has a and pony. spend it all. They're acting the uh, the shrink here. With, uh, <laughs> I know someone like this. She's not crazy horse lady, but she's um, and again, uh, pony. She's half crazy. To being you know what I like? I just realized she has brown eyes. Really driven by the fear that if you're offended Van or slighted, had it right. if the therapist comes in two minutes late, or if somebody hair? shows she reminds up me of Claire to dinner from two minutes late, that they might be abandoning you. And okay, it's see. not We're as if find. the borderline is considering themselves abandoned in that moment, but they just know that they have this overwhelming emotion and there are no attempts to control that. Emotion. Would they ever There's poop no, on a bed? No attempts to regulate it. So if they're in the, ah, of the, that's the best thing and they feel offended, they're going to start the fight. Uh, people are going to see it or they might just start crying or break down, but they'll make a lot of accusations. And that reactivity is when you're going to just, you're going to see a lot of this escalation in the bizarre behavior. They can react violently. They can react aggressively. They will often physically prevent their partner from trying to leave if their partner wants to get space from all of this intense emotion. And oftentimes they will uh, be abusive to their partners in these situations. Sometimes they'll physically restrain them from leaving and become injured that way, but also People with borderline personality disorder, it seems to be a predictive factor for women who implement violence against their partner. And one of the most common tactics that they'll use is actually physically assaulting and then getting harmed themselves. But mostly um, we call this administrative violence. The 
essentially this is saying that they'll make threats using the legal system. So um, they might say that they are going to file a restraining order or claim abuse, or they might do these things to essentially try to keep their partner from leaving. In the moment, again, they're not consciously thinking, I'm gonna keep my partner from leaving right now. They're just thinking, I can't stand this. I hate my partner. They went from idealizing to suddenly devaluing because of the hurt. And oh my gosh, that's that uh, audio that, that uh, was... Um... Your Honor, may we approach? All right, Mr. Smith. Claire, yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, look at that water bottle. Oh, so such a lucky bottle. That is a good screenshot right there. Why am I not screenshotting this? Why is she not getting my full attention? I'm curious what their what their approach is. Uh, they they may be what they might be looking to do is Can we get back to her. Uh, inform the judge and the defense that they're going to go down a line of questioning. The defense is probably going to want to object to it, and they want to see, um, you know, they want to get a, you know, just kind of prep it and say, "This is where we're going to go. <laughs> if you don't want us to go here, you might want to tell us now." But we're going to go into exactly why she fits these things, and remember that. That whole, like, yeah, they get mad when someone's late thing. That's why she pooped on a bed. Oh, they have a sidebar for that. Okay. Um, yeah, Crazy Junior, you you're right. Uh, you were talking about emotional reactivity. Uh, what, if any, emotional reactivity did you uh, observe in your review? Let's do this one at a time. Okay. Review. So there were uh, a couple indications to me. Uh, okay. First, Hurry up. turn that uh, camera around. I can sort of think about it with the treatment records. So, particularly, uh, Dr. Um, I'll tell you, if you go to this courthouse, you better have a good looking back of your head. Name right. I feel like Look for at some that. reason in my mind, I might have just reversed it. Look at this. Uh, but Dr. Cohen's records, I think. Mean, the back it. of your head is uh, perfect. He actually the whole world. Who's this chick in the pink here? Look at this. Wait a, a second here. Let's zoom in on this. That temper. It's all These two guys work for uh, is Debbie really Wasserman Schultz. Uh, borderline so these two guys. Disorder. Um, or maybe they were. As um, is, they're tra very charming personal Secret Service nature. agents. It's, it's, this is a disorder of contradictions. Uh, I don't know how, in uh, Nurse Pilates notes, chick, um, chick, she had, I thought chick. there was something interesting. She references a night when they're out to dinner, I believe in London. Chick, chick, and chick. she provided oh, that's a guy. positive that's a guy reinforcement right to Ms. Hurd because Ms. Hurd had been chick, uh, disappointed chick, by chick, a mistake guy. made by the server. Chick. And oh, it sort of references chick. how Maybe previously she might have chick, criticized chick. the server or become upset chick, by chick, that. Guy. Um, and that she didn't chick, this chick, time. Chick, and chick, so that that had been some sort of a step very um, proud of herself uh, for not criticizing the chick. help. There's a lot of chicks. <laughs> and, oh, there's a chick right uh, there. There was too. also an indication, actually, in Dr. Oh, there Hughes's. Go. Uh, Dr. Hughes is a forensic psychologist who had been appointed by Ms. Hurd to conduct as, an evaluation as well. In Ms. Hughes's interview of Ms. Hurd, Ms. Hurd disclosed that she, she had cut her arm in the past, which is a typical reactive type thing. Somebody oh, with this diagnosis can do it's one of the symptoms oh that um, is a perfect image there i screwed up that's great from the treatment records 
moving into um, some of the declarations. Oh, man, these memes are going to be wonderful. Um, or deposition testimony. What struck me was Ms. Raquel Pennington's testimony. Um, she's oh, a friend again. of Ms. Hurd's, and she indicated, she told a story about, I suppose they were shopping for Thanksgiving and oh, something prepared for Thanksgiving, and Ms. Hurd struck now. her in the face, sort of out of the blue, <laughs> if, uh, um, which is- I need to load some of these up for Guava Ball to have one. Oh, oh, that what is, is that? Oh, it looks like a dead banana. Disorder where if a, if a friend or a loved one isn't meeting your needs in that moment, um, borderline people with borderline personality disorder can be very caring in their relationships. As long as their needs are being met, they feel that their needs should be met when they want them met. Okay, um, so I've got a... Um, and if they're not, which then that anger, that no, sense stop. of harm causes them to okay, react. So, so I just got a the striking Ms. Um, Pennington per Ms. Pennington's report Newsweek article. or the testimony I thought was pretty consistent. And then uh, Ms. Hurd's own self-descriptions. Okay, we're going to, um, I'm going to ask you a question. I mean, if this chick stands up and she's got 300 pounds of hips, Pennington, it's going to be very disappointing. Uh, was a former friend of, yes. of Ms. Hurd. Is there uh, a relationship between borderline personality disorder and uh, intimate relationships? Yes, so uh, so the instability definitely translates to their relationships. Did you relationships ever do this? Start very Could you talk people, about what you uh, do? Did you use your expertise and be able to talk like she is? Extremely this is amazing. This pattern of idealizing and devaluing is definitely a play. She's making dumb blondes everywhere, very proud. Friends. And so <laughs> this is brutal. This might be the perfect person their perfect soulmate friend, perfect soulmate partner, and their engagement totally. in the relationship is Oh my very gosh, totally right. To the other person. Um, and I mean, so my gosh, it's a great place to pick up chicks. But Could you imagine? You should do it's, it's just like going to the strip club. People are not perfect. You gotta have a lot of dollars. Lot of and the reason why is because after they go um, to break or something, you'll be out there at that Coke machine. And they're all gonna be going up there and they're gonna be like, oh, I don't have any change. You're like, hey, baby, I got some change for you. The person with borderline personality. You're a hero. Are and they leave you feeling refreshed. Dude, it's so a win-win right there. That person goes from being idealized, the perfect person, exactly. to exactly. dumpster. They are totally devalued. They are the worst friend. They don't care anything about me. I have better people around. And then there will be a repair because the person with this disorder does feel remorseful. I am after amazed they have these by this reactions, avatar. Angry, tell their friend off. But over time, it wears away at these relationships. And so what you'll usually see is many, many transitions in their friendships over the years, people who have sort of fallen by the wayside, who were really very close knit at one time. And then, but there's not a lot of consistency. Some of my best friends I haven't talked to in years. Intimate relationships, many, many relationships, <laughs> but none that are particularly long-term. Uh, how does borderline personality disorder relate to identity issues? So again, that instability also travels toward identity. And when I was describing personality earlier, I was talking a little bit about those traits we have that help us know who we are. When you have borderline personality disorder, that actually is not something you understand. So uh, people with this disorder actually 
take on the identity of the people they're spending time with because it's comforting. It's very uncomfortable to not know who you oh, are. Oh, then everybody I know has sort of uh, personality disorder because they all want to be like me. When mm. They feel like they've been abandoned because now they don't know who they are in the world. And so time when somebody I dream with this disorder is going to be phase with new people and their idealism, they often will take on the identities of I want to be and they mimic like them in a expert. lot of ways. They might mimic the way they dress, their interests, the way they I talk. I want to be cool. Um, and for this reason, the people around somebody with this disorder kind of from the outside may feel like, wait, I thought you were this way now Talking you're smack on this, fools. this is your new main interest in life or the thing you're throwing yourself into all completely music tastes might change i all need this doctor to dress. assess me um in addition to borderline personality disorder i, I understand that okay without all the technical mumbo jumbo here real quick another personality disorder I mean, all we're just excited about is that so she's uh saying that yeah amber heard is uh crazy like we all said she was so here's a oh gosh man this diet cokes see here's the problem with diet coke you put your vodka in there you shake it up and it's tossing some olives it doesn't taste like you think it would taste it doesn't taste as delicious as it sounds but you got to have your martini some way. So anyway, this is a Newsweek article on MSN. And it is every celebrity who says they're staying on Twitter amid Elon Musk takeover. Why is that a story? Why is that a story? George Takai. Listen to what he said. I'm not going anywhere. Should this place become more toxic? I pledge to strive even harder to lift up reason, science, compassion, and the rule of law. The struggle against fascism, misinformation, and hate requires tough fighters. Misinformation is the most misused word today. Misinformation is a fancy way of trying to call somebody a liar because they have an opinion that's different than yours. And opinions are things about the way stuff should be. They're, they're an idea of what, something that isn't happening right now. Unless it is something that's happening right now. That is uh, uh, like a terrible injustice. And you have people that approve of that. And you have people... Well, I mean, you shouldn't... That's not even an opinion. This should just be fact. You have evil and good. Anyway, uh... So, George Sakai is a tough fighter, and he hopes you stay right in front of him. Uh, Rob Reiner, right beside me. Gosh, why did I get that fight right beside me? I can't read. Um, Rob Reiner. Will he allow a criminal who used his platform to lie for different information to try to overthrow the U.S. government? I love it. He, you know, he's talking about Trump. How can the president overthrow himself? Um, to continue his criminal activity, if he does, how do we combat it? Well, that doesn't say he's staying on Twitter. It just says he's an idiot. Um, I don't know who Zelia Banks is, do I? So I don't care. Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe I do care. Man, she is just... 
between histrionic personality disorder and attractiveness. Zillia Banks. I actually have to thank Elon Musk for buying Twitter. I actually She's got back Amber on without saying anything specifically I mean, about her. A symptom, but characteristics. I don't know who Zillia Banks is. Are very, very interested in looks. Ice Cube. That's one that matters. Actor and rapper Ice Cube seemed excited. I almost say raper. Gosh, I can't talk, people. Don't pay attention to me. Um, seemed excited to ha uh, that Twitter's new owner. He may be able to have restrictions on his account removed. The Cube tweeted, free at last. Elon Musk, take off my shadow ban, homie. And this will even occur in their therapy relationships as a way to sort of avoid getting negative feedback or criticism. Uh, well, yeah, I gotta read this one next. Distracting, um, if they engage in therapy, uh, because they just don't want. Oh, that one too. Um, Ice T. If getting off social media will ruin your life, you truly need to recalibrate your priorities. Just saying. Dude is so dead on right. <laughs> Uh, I'll have one of the yes, Jonas brothers. I don't it, know which one was on the gemstones, but hopefully it was yeah, Kevin. Playing on Musk's previous announcement that he intends to add an edit so button. Street smart, so Jonas adds, will we um, now get the edit tweet so they, option? That's that's dumb. That's a dumb thing. Many um, I don't know who David Weissman is. Who are um, messy and really clean. An army veteran? And um, they might... Shared his device on how to combat Musk propaganda. At you in the middle of session, but it's so uh, uh, it's not tailored. It's so much easier to work with because of. Oh, so these people think they're soldiers now. And they're fighting back. Sometimes you'll have a more sophisticated presentation. There are nine symptoms and only five have to be met. So there are a lot of different what combinations idiots. and different ways it it can present, and sometimes. You'll have more of a petulant version of this where it really shows when you push the All right, button. Let's see real quick. Like, Whoa, what was that? So somebody who's really productive, high-functioning, successful, and you get to know them and you think they're fantastic because they're so interested in you too. And you might not realize it, but they're mimicking you perfectly. So you're really just kind of falling in love with this new friend who is being you. Um, but then all of a sudden... Uh, you know, you say something that they think is offensive, and you can't, in, even in your wildest thoughts, understand how that could have offended somebody, but their reaction is so strong that you kind of buy into it. Gosh, maybe I did say something offensive, and, and you feel bad about it. So that sophisticated version, they can be a little bit more calculated in the way they present. They tend to be a little hit you where it hurts a little bit more, and they can be actually very, very disruptive. <laughs> gun, 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 gun. About Miss Fruit's sophistication from her testing. Well, from her testing and this is the worst written article I've ever seen. She was very likable, but her testing, in particular, um, showed that she approached it in a manner that. Uh, remember, I told you about those those scales that are pretty neat. Um, she approached it in a manner that very clearly minimized any psychological dysfunction um not just that this is okay so this is what this article is this is the dumbest thing and she did turbo future off msn 
It says, uh, Twitter user Kavila13 shares a time capsule now that Elon Musk uh, buys Twitter. So she's taking a bunch of these tests. It says, uh, a year's old tweet resurfaces. Elon Musk tweeted on December 21st, 2017, I love Twitter. Dave Smith said, you should buy it then. Elon Musk said, how much is it? And Elon Musk also tweeted out today or yesterday. I hope that even my worst critics remain on Twitter because that is what free speech means. Yes, it does. Why are people upset about speech? Right? So I think it probably presents mostly. Uh, or at least why are they? Why is someone afraid of what I have to say? Because of that regular interaction and the desire for your partner to meet all of your needs. All right, let's go back. Let's turn this up a little bit. Also, that so she's um, getting to meet and potatoes yet. The hallmark of the disorder would be splitting. So idealizing, devaluing, and the perceiving of all sorts of neutral events as somehow demeaning or disrespectful the song sounds like flaming um, lips it's are you talking about sometimes i dream escalations of anger that he is me criticisms of your partner but because the person with borderline personality disorder first of all they're more sensitive to things they feel distress more strongly and then that distress lasts longer so these types of blow-ups go on forever and they're very cyclic it feels like you just can't get a resolution and eventually the partner will try to leave we'll sometimes i dream that he is me down and that's got to see that's how i want to be violently to try to prevent them from leaving it's gatorade baby it's just describing everything that they've talked about so far <laughs> just wrote the in testimony for this addition to Diagnosing this herb with yeah, he's Nick is right on that. What you just said. So all the diagnoses that uh, this uh, shrink is putting up there are all um, yes. So and it's exactly what's been going on this whole entire testimony. If the answer to that is yes, I'm going to now ask. Okay. You, yes, I did. Okay. What is it? So, uh, in addition to looking for Ms. Hurd's general mental status, any psychological issues that were present. Some dude saying certified crazy, or some dude is certified crazy. Tennessee was present, and it was not. How do you know that? Ooh. So first of all, from uh, well, from multiple Canada's a myth. I love it. Integrating Australia's fake. My review. I mean, the the whole thing. He's like, it was written out of like some Walt Disney things. Like, ooh, they have jumping rabbits. These huge jumping rabbits. They carry their babies around in natural pouches. Somebody has a natural pouch. How are they going to clean those things out? standard. Right, PTSD this is it's such a um, weird thing, and they uh, uh, everything's poisonous. Oh, it's a poisonous island, it's an island continent like Atlantis. Ooh, Atlantis, Australia, men, women, all genders, Oceania, um, and also all ethnicities, and then also specifically for use in a courtroom setting. How do you conduct the CAPS 5? So, the CAPS 5 is a standard interview. What that means is that it's an interview with very clear questions that are scripted, and you ask those same questions 
every time you test a person. So because you're doing that, you're actually taking something that would typically be kind of subjective, an interview with somebody, and you're making it more objective. When you ask those same questions in the same way, every time somebody's assessed with this, now you can apply a scoring protocol and actually score. Scoring protocol. Boy, this chick would be great at bar. As a result of applying those protocols, what did you conclude? Ms. Hurd did not have PTSD. And there were also yes, they are both crazy. I see what you're saying. Indications that she was grossly exaggerating symptoms of PTSD. She was exaggerating. She was called her a liar. Latter conclusion. So, one of the strengths of this test. If as I was I her attorney, I'd object and I'd say this woman has no qualification to say Miss Hurd doesn't have PTSD. In forensics, is to make sure that the person is responding accurately. And this test this woman does is unqualified. That by not just asking people whether they have a symptom but asking follow-up questions that draw out very detailed accounts of every single symptom of PTSD. And when you're really familiar with this disorder, which you need to be to administer this test, there are nuances in the way a person will describe their symptoms that have been shown repeatedly to indicate exaggeration or faking. There are also indications when somebody is clearly giving you a genuine response. Do you know what I, this is my uh, PTSD PTSD, moment. You You know the smell of a elementary school cafeteria? um, There are 20 kind of core symptoms that that, somebody might, can manifest with PTSD. You don't have to have all of them. I feel like. Um, Ms. Hurd initially said that she had. In the first it's like almost a panicky like, feeling. Do you ever have this before you get to the more nuanced Same thing. It, it happens when at Target every fall when they bring out the school supplies. Said, yes, I won't I go. I will, when it's school season, I will not go to a, to a store. That's not typical even of somebody with the most disabling form of PTSD. When <laughs> we eventually sort of dialed it down, she had three remaining symptoms. And having symptoms of any disorder is common for all of us. Some of us struggle with sleep. Some of us get anxious. Um, It could be several different disorders. It could just be that you have this struggle in your life. But she had three specific symptoms that I scored as present. Um, Off the top of my head, I might miss one, but one was sleep disturbance. So um, she reported that she has frequent nightmares. Um, another one. Yeah, I'd have a nightmare. Oh, wait, that's going down. I have a nightmare. I was going to wake up next to Amber Heard. Or surprised. Um, she tends to stay in sort of a hyper startle mode for quite a while. And that's consistent with a couple of things. It can be consistent with PTSD if other criteria are met. It's also consistent with childhood complex trauma, which is something that can occur when your brain is forming. If you constantly feel unsafe, if your parents are abusive, um, or if they're not present, if you're neglected, you can develop certain physiological responses that can stay for a long time in your life. So not I, I noted that that was, seemed like a, a very genuine, accurate account where she stays in the state of kind of hyperarousal, has a hard time calming down if she gets surprised. Hyperarousal um, sounds like chat. <laughs> yes. It is the chat. Did she recount for you the nature of the nightmares? So they were vague. Uh, she indicated that uh, she has recurrent nightmares and that she feels as though she's being held down. Um, 
And there, there was some conflict in that account because even though that could be a PTSD symptom, it is, it is fairly vague, but I still scored it as present. And in her initial treatment with Ms., or with, I'm sorry, with Dr. Bonnie Jacobs, uh, which I believe started before she began dating Mr. Depp, she had indicated to Dr. Jacobs, according to Dr. Jacobs's notes, that she was having repetitive nightmares back then and that they were related to her childhood trauma. Um, and so that came up several times in the notes. Dr. Jacobs kept mentioning that. Thank you. What is feigning? <laughs> feigning is essentially faking or exaggerating uh, symptoms that aren't present. Does the CAPS-5 control for that? It doesn't necessarily control for it. It can expose it by how drawing does out that, the... How does that work? Because you're not just simply handing the person a checklist that says, here are all the symptoms of PTSD. Why don't just check off the ones you have, which clearly if you're trying to look like you have PTSD, you would just check them all. The CAPS-5, because it requires them to describe <laughs> she in literally detail tried to do that. how they experience the symptom, where it shows up, what it looks like, what sort of examples they can give you, how many times it's happened in the last couple of weeks, how many times it's happened in the last month. By the end of each symptom, you've gotten a very good picture of a couple of things. One, does it meet the definition of the symptom? Are they getting it right, right? Is this actually the symptom or are they kind of confusing this with something else? Number two, are they giving you very vague accounts? Um, are they giving you kind of a stereotyped idea of what the symptom is based on media or movies oh, or something yeah. that actually is <laughs> completely different from genuine experiences of this symptom? Or are they giving you a very genuine, heartfelt, sometimes minimizing, but it's, it's ticking all the boxes, their mannerisms while they're describing it the uh, actual very specific, very nuanced, symbolic ways they're describing it. A lot of times um, it smells, it sounds, that all appears in genuine accounts and it's something that people really get wrong. Oh, that's what I just said. Um, that's what I just said. Uh, in addition to the, your conclusion that uh, Ms. Heard does not have people. Yeah, guys, please hit that like button. Uh, please subscribe to fainting. Thank you, Volstorm. Oh, ask about the fainting. Uh, yes, actually, thank you, I thank did. you, thank so, you. Uh, you know, just because somebody doesn't have PTSD doesn't mean that they weren't harmed psychologically by whatever is being alleged. In this case, Ms. Hurd is alleging that she was psychologically harmed and that she suffered PTSD because of abuse that she alleges occurred by Mr. Depp. So I also, the MMPI too is helpful because it shows you kind of everything, any other symptoms. And then in Ms. Hurd's own self-report and her prior treatment records, I knew that she had uh, reported to me that uh, she had had. Right, just, uh, so now what becomes really important is determining. And let me clarify one thing here. Not so much a diagnosis, but did she start to experience symptoms during the relationship and after? Did they worsen after? Or could these types of symptoms or reports be explained by other factors? A, by feigning. B, by pre-existing conditions, or C, by other stressful life events that might have occurred. So the main symptoms that I was looking at 
didn't meet criteria for PTSD, right? There was also, um, you know, substantial evidence of this sort of emotional dysregulation, emotional disorganization, the shallowness, the dramatic affect. Now, when you have a lot of childhood trauma, you can actually have some similar type presentation in adulthood. There are some differences though, but also that's not something that would have occurred after this relationship. So now I was looking at, are there indications that these types of things that she's described, this transient anxiety, the issues with sleep, were these there prior? And sure enough, um, Ms. Hurd, in her own self-report stated to me that when she first got to LA, she was seeking treatment for, in her words, blanket anxiety and depression. Um, she also reported that she was taking medications. In general, none of them were helpful. That's actually very typical of borderline personality disorder. Medications typically aren't very helpful for somebody with a disorder. They really need an intensive, lifelong type of therapy, which is not necessarily as relevant to this. Um, but interestingly, also, people with borderline personality disorder often respond really positively to um, stimulant medications that are uh, given for ADD or ADHD. And in one of Nurse Filati's notes, she reported that Ms. Hurd told her that none of the medications were working for her except for one provisional, which is often prescribed as a stimulant medication. And I just thought that was interesting and sort of consistent with more of these lifelong personality disorders that aren't necessarily caused by a harm by any allegations, but have been there and will remain there typically. The other uh, issue- She's a know, lifelong so crazy. The anxiety, she had already indicated that it, that had been there prior, but the form of the anxiety. So looking at Dr. Hughes's testing and then also looking at the scores on the MMPI, when you look at all these little combinations of the scores, you can actually learn a lot about, is the anxiety related to an event or is this more a person who tends to be an anxious person regardless of what's going on in their life? And somebody might describe them as a worry wart. And the scores, the little combination of scores that she obtained actually indicated that it was the latter, that her anxiety tends to be separate from events and more just kind of a constant and it comes and goes, but it, it's more of a trait. I have no further questions for this witness. Oh, right. brutal. Maybe we, why don't we go ahead and um, sort of go ahead and have our lunch break. Yeah. Might be a good idea to, yeah, to break lunch. it up there. Okay, I know, I can see you jumping up. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go ahead and take our lunch recess. Just again, do not do any outside research. Don't discuss the case with anybody, okay? We'll have you back here. Oh my gosh, that was devastating testimony. <laughs> she just, yeah, basically, uh, she tried to pretend that she had PTSD for the purposes of this evaluation, which was for the purposes of trial. And I caught it. And again, Dr. Curry, since you're in the middle of your testimony, please do not discuss your testimony with anybody at this time, okay? All right, let's just, while we come back at 150, okay? Come back at 150? All right, thank you. Oh, it was fantastic. So Dr. Curry, uh, yes, there are some questions in Super Chats that I've seen about Dr. Curry. I'm going to get, uh, what I'm going to try and do during this lunch break is a full catch up on all the chats that have come in from the beginning of the show and answer any questions that may have, uh, may have 
come up during that. So we're gonna we're going to do that. Part of the so people have asked like where the panel is today. Um, I didn't really invite uh, anybody to the panel today, partly because I have to be done really early when this thing ends. And with a lot of discussion, it can cause the stream to go on longer than I'll be able to go today. Uh, but I'll, I'll probably be inviting the panel back. The other is um, yesterday there was some really interesting testimony and uh, some of the panelists just kept talking over it. And uh, I, I, you know, this, this is a commentary channel, but a lot of the commentary was unrelated to the case. And I wanted to hear, uh, I want to hear a lot of this testimony and I know other people did too. So um, today we're playing a little bit closer to the uh, closer to the chest on, um, on guests because uh, I would, I would like to really examine what's going on with some of the testimony and be able to freaking hear it. So, <laughs> so uh, but anyway, um, so that's, that's why I'm solo today. I uh, hope you guys, uh, you know, appreciate that. Um, but that was a, a decision. Also, yesterday, I, I did release a clip right around lunchtime. Today, we released uh, another one um, just from yesterday, Johnny Depp and his little reaction to Amber Heard kind of lying about violence in their relationship and how it was presented in court, uh, trying to grab some more of these moments from the um, from the trial and from trials that we cover because, uh, I don't know, people just like them. They, they like these little, little moments and there's some, there's some really good ones today too, uh, that were, were my editor is trying to, uh, grab and, um, uh, you know, as, as we go on, I mean, I, I think the, the PTSD stuff <laughs> is just brutal, <laughs> uh, on, from this doctor. I mean, she, she basically accused Amber Heard without accusing her in the nicest way with the biggest smile and all of the professionalism behind her that she could of feigning the symptoms of PTSD. It, I mean, it's just, it was amazing. That was magical, a magical uh, moment. And so, you know, that, that type of stuff is just, uh, is it perfect? Uh, I don't know what that was like a half French, half Italian monstrosity. Um, okay, let me get to these uh, super chats that have come in. Okay, guys, sorry about that. And I'm am I back on. Um, I'm back on. Hello. Yeah, back on. Okay. So I'm sorry. I'm doing laundry, and I thought I could take this thing with me and have the headphones on. And then it's like I get into the room. And I'm like, that ah, just this sucks. So yes, I'm still pantless because I'm waiting on my laundry. Um, anyway, so yeah, that was interesting. Uh, the hot therapist, uh, I mean, the attorneys didn't have to say anything. What's funny is you have giant, I mean, these attorneys, I think anybody in America could be an attorney for uh, this case. Uh, they had Johnny Depp doing his own lawyering. Uh, this chick was clearly above and beyond anything that they were expecting, I think. It was, uh, uh, she controlled everything. Um, she controlled the, she just commanded herself well. You can tell when somebody knows what they're talking about, is passionate about what they're talking about. You you can't interfere with that. I mean, you just, you're not going to win that argument. I mean, could you imagine some jabroni uh, attorney up there saying, uh, well, uh, you know, and trying to impeach her 
her what you're doing is is you're trying to say that all this schooling you've had when you impeach the uh, uh, person on the stand you're trying to say everything they're saying is wrong you're trying to attack their credibility and how are you going to do that with that chick I mean let's just face it she has amazing back of her head hair she was conscious enough to be <laughs> aware of that you don't have, let's face it, you're a nerd. Come on, nerds. You know you're not thinking about that when you're going to a courtroom. But I'll tell you what, that courtroom, though, uh, that's the place to go if you're single. Man, it is chock full of chicks. I'll tell you what, Johnny Depp. Uh, well, I know, you, you know, Amber Heard, she is a, uh, she's bisexual. So maybe those chicks are all there for Amber. I don't know. You'd have to look at them. You'd have to look at them and be able to tell. So, um, anyway, yeah, I was doing a little bit on, um, Elon Musk, why are people upset about that? I mean, what is the deal there? It's like, oh, Elon's speech is dead now. And you're like sitting there going, wait a second. Like, you're giving no impartiality to it. If what you're saying is right, if what you're saying is just, then it can't be wrong. The marketplace of ideas will always come up with the best solution. What you're trying to do is you're like, my feelings are all that matters. I don't want anybody else talking to me. I'm back here. I'm in my little kindergarten crate. They put you in crates in kindergarten? Or is that just a Memphis City Schools thing? Anyway, you know, it's like this whole thing is absolutely asinine. It's showing that if you are complaining about Elon Musk buying Twitter, you are a crybaby. Wah, wah, call me a wambulance. I'm a crybaby. I need help. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, they have to substantiate their bull. And what they do with, with their, their bull is bots. They're just pointless bots that are come up. It's the same. They have their campaign issues. They're already out there. They're going to campaign this year completely on January 6th. That's all they're doing it. And here's the thing. Looking at the polls, if the polls are to be believed, <laughs> you know what? That's true. If the polls misinformation, you say if the polls are to be believed, is that misinformation? If the person believes the polls are right? Oh, wow. I just realized something there. That's a double entendre. I think I'm saying that right. This is why I like writing better than I do speaking. Uh, the big words, they get jumbled up in my head while I'm speaking. I like keeping it simple. Simple syllables. Um, but uh, if you're to believe the polls, it means you have to believe a lot of other stuff too. Then the reckoning is uh, the Afghanistan disaster. Uh, just... There, there's been no recover since then. There's not been a blip. There's not been an uptick. There's nothing. It's from Afghanistan on. It's a disaster. And the uh, GOP wants to win big. But start hammering that, man. Just hammering on it. Because it was disgusting. It, it made... Uh, it was a slap in the face of every veteran. It was a slap in the face of every veteran's family. The way they treated the uh, uh, soldiers that came back how Trump himself went to be with the families and this current administration didn't even acknowledge them. They started talking, uh, Biden started talking about, uh, Bo or whatever the, the 
uh, brother that Hunter killed. Um, so he could bang his wife. God, man, it's so weird. That's so weird. That's just the weirdest thing I've ever seen in my life. I can't wrap my mind around it. It's so weird. But anyway, yeah, so this, uh, yeah, the, the, uh, Twitter fiasco deal. I mean, they're just crybabies, man. These are just, you know, kick sand in their eyes, spill their drink, you know, make their girlfriends hold your jacket, uh, crybabies. These are not, uh, real men like Al Bundy or, uh, <laughs> Larry Sanders, Larry Sanders. No, um, Larry David. Um, these are crybaby men. So, uh, yeah, it, and the women are men too. That's the funny thing. The left, where the men are feminine and the women are men too. <laughs> it's so true. It's so sad. But anyway, um, so this other stuff here. Um... Let's see here. I'm going to bring it up. I'm just going to watch my own tube. Right? Because I know that's where it is. No, wait. That doesn't sound right. I'm trying to figure this out. I'm trying to figure out what I want to do. So, what I wanted to talk about is do... RAK. Yeah, there you go. So... All right, Nick Rikita, the guy who I was streaming for this, because I wanted to get back to him. Um, hang on a second. Oh, breaking news, breaking news. Uh, Kamala Manala has the coronavirus. Yes. She has the coronavirus. No, because I don't have it on. Hypocrisy. Yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, that's Nick Rikita's intro. Hey, what? I love that intro. I need a cool intro. My intro has been copyright struck, by the way. So, all right, let's see here. So, Nick Rikita last night, he's talking about, um, uh, he was talking with the founder of Kiwi Farms. If you're not familiar with Kiwi Farms, let me tell you everything you need to know. Don't go there, okay? It's just, it's not for the average person. It's, uh, if there's an underbelly of the internet. Well, I mean, 4chan. Don't go to 4chan either. 4chan, you have to be a professional. I'm, I'm on 4chan a lot. Uh... Kiwi Farms. Let me tell you about Kiwi Farms. So, you know, I say, a pup, you know, get up there. Puppy, I have to for your shenanigans. So, the rumor is, is that I'm banned from traveling to the country of New Zealand. And the reason why is because of Kiwi Farms. If you remember the shooting they had there, uh, the Christchurch shootings, Christchurch being the name of the town, 
Uh, guy went in. He had this manifesto of weirdness. Um, he posted online all this stuff. Well, like New Zealand went. Well, you know, a little hysterical. Okay, and so they have this um, uh, prime minister chick. I'm gonna get my. I'm gonna take my cue off the page here. They have this uh, uh, prime minister chick who was like. If you, if anybody even has a copy or or uh, shares a copy of the manifesto of this crazy guy, uh, they will. We are going to ban them from travel to our country and all this stuff. It was like it was a huge thing. It's like they had decided that they are going to lock their borders to the study of evil, to the study of craziness. You should be reading things like that. And a, a a intelligent person who's able to have a duality of thoughts and to have uh, critical thinking, you need to be reading stuff like that. So that way, when people start getting brainwashed, because somebody else will be along somewhere, and they'll be using the same stuff. And when the people are getting brainwashed, you'll be able to identify it and warn people. Good guys need to see this stuff just because you have a security pass for uh the government doesn't mean you're the good guy okay uh, governments have always been the perpetrators of genocide so uh this whole kiwi farms thing so yeah i end up you know kiwi farms have put up the uh uh, uh the list or the the manifesto and so uh, they asked, they were trying to shut down Kiwi Farms because they thought Kiwi Farms was like based in New Zealand because, you know, they're, they're Kiwis there, right? And um, anyway, can you hear that? My puppy hates me talking, but he wants me in, but then he hates me talking to the, the funny computer thing. All right, you're out here. You got to grow up, bud. You got to stop being uh, anti about things. That's right. I said my dog needs to stop being panty about things, and I realized what that sounds like. So anyway, Kiwi or New Zealand tried to like just shut down Kiwi Farms. Kiwi Farms is like we're not from New Zealand. We're we don't uh, uh, bend the knee to your laws and your stupidity. And so the uh, chick, the prime minister, was like, you know, anybody with an account, all this stuff, you're gonna be banned from traveling to New Zealand. So I'm like, okay, that's me. Fine, no New Zealand. But anyway, Kiwi Farms, that's the... That's, just, just don't go there unless... I mean, you don't understand that stuff, probably. And that's good. You, you shouldn't. Uh, they have what's called LOL cows. An LOL cow is someone that is so absurd, you can continually milk them for more absurdity. But, um, let's see. Let me go back over here to Rikita. So this happened last night. So I have him playing. I'm falling asleep, right? And he has on... I don't even know what he was talking about. I wasn't paying that close of attention. He has on this guy, Josh, from Kiwi Farms. I can't, I can't say for sure. No, uh, I do know that I'm Andrew England recently called here. us the fan. Okay, right. Gosh, I need to go back a little bit further. Building star now, that being said... Every event, you know, a couple oh, hundred people. I see a lot of people there, so I have no idea. But uh, he he didn't stand out as familiar to me 
And, All right, uh, we're going to turn it down for a little bit. So this is what happened last night. Sorry. And I streamed this live. I'm like, oh, my gosh, this is happening. Uh, but, yeah, because so I, I was wondering who that guy was or who he was connected to. But that, So that's not the guy that Flamenco allegedly So here's sent. Nick. He's Some talking. Said, he looks yeah, over his screen over there. He has three screens set up. So he's actually, yeah, like, is weird. I could, I could believe that he actually – He looks back over there. See him look. He reads something. And he goes back. He's like, what? That's the kind of person he is. Um. Then yeah, he goes, no, I, I would, I would have definitely looking. pressed him more on this because I think that it, it is extremely hypocritical in this instance uh, to, to try and say that one thing is okay but the other isn't because it's, it's a wedding. It was a, it was a very sacred uh, event for the Eyes of Christ at this bowling alley in Texas. Sacred bowling alley wedding, you know, $60. Which, which promised strippers nah. and, and, and it drinks on premises. <laughs> All right, he's looking over. Why is there a blind ch- a child in a suit pretending to be a blind DJ? That's a good question. <laughs> sort of like right, the kid like at school. Chat. I just fast like, forward a little bit gay. more. He's like, yeah, actually, I am gay. Because gay means happy. Like, so see, he looks over, it's then like he looks at his phone. Response, we're just like, whatever, dude. He looks back at his phone. <laughs> I I think that's cringe. But is that is that cringe? I'm being told I'm yeah. cringe by a dude that does fucking live streams of him building Star Wars Lego kits. What the fuck are you on about? Yes, yes, you are being called by that guy. You are being called cringe by that guy. Because I I went on your whole Twitter timeline yesterday. Yeah, I don't know who these people are. I don't know what they're yeah, arguing Twitter over. Sure. I don't know why there's a kid in a suit. <laughs> oh boy, man, this this is good stuff. So like, not this really. Is a perfect okay. Example. So. So I don't have the right timeline right, but it's coming up. It's like one minute away. I can't. Uh, oh, there he is. See, so he's looking down. You see his brow gets a little tight. And then you you quote tweet his tweet and you say this. You say he's, he called you childless. And you say he just saying I'll be right back. And there he goes. Hang on a second. I'll be right back. He puts up the avatar. Okay, so you don't think anything of it. I'm thinking. Okay, dude's got to go. He's got a grumpy. Right? He's like, oh, man, I got to go lay a grumpy. Yeah, because that's a shot right at his ass for, you know, being a terrible So, I'm, you know, yeah, again, falling asleep. This is playing. Like, Xbox is streaming this. Like you're all the way over here, Not thinking about it. I'm still like, who are these Who are these people? Why does this matter? What's going on here? Whenever uh, Josh is on the show, I'm always lost because I'm not into the Kiwi farms that deep. There's a lot of stuff I just don't care about. There's a lot of gamer stuff. Friendly content, guys. I'm sure Ricardo loves that. I didn't hear what he said. But you're getting away from the point. You're trying to like. This is what you do. What barrage with these? Blah blah blah. Because these, like, have nothing to do with the point. And- I mean, I love it. You got to love YouTube. Oh, here okay. You go. Uh, I have to step away because uh, Fuentes and his colossal army of faggots has uh, swatted me. Because remember, he's he's not super okay with it, but that's that's what's going on. So I have to go talk to the police. I'll be back in just a moment. Have fun. Remember to ask for a lawyer. Remember to what? Ask for a lawyer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right back. Okay, I'll take control. Hello, chat. Is that not just the most weird thing? I mean, so and I'm still playing this live, so we'll see when he comes back. Is that not the craziest thing? He was swatted live, and he's like laughing about it. Like Nick Rakita has ice water in his veins. Now this has happened to him before, but man, your your adrenaline's got to start pumping, you know? Because I'm sitting here thinking to myself, okay, you get a knock on the door, it's the police. What do you do, right? Because this is. 
Let's see here. Uh, it's an hour and 12 minutes into it, so it's like 12.15 his time. Oh, excuse me. I said 12.15, maybe it's sleepy. So, what do you do? It, what happens if you get a phone call? Or I, uh, uh, and I don't know who, how he got warned, it got tipped from. I guess the police called first. And they got to do a drive-by and just make sure everything's okay. And he goes on, he says, like, you know, I've told the police, like, uh, I'm live streaming. Just watch me on live stream. But thankfully, he lives in a small town. And, um, yeah, the cops. Yeah, they sent, somebody sent the cops. The Nick Fuentes people, whoever that is, I guess that's who they're talking about here. Uh, his fans swatted uh, Rakita. Is that's what I'm saying? This was so great because this is still going live. I just turned the volume down, and um, oh, wait a second. Yeah, it's an hour and thirty-two minutes, so it's like twelve thirty his time. So he has to go to his front door. Now, this is a guy. He's got a wife, and he has either five or six kids. I mean, he has like the whole Partridge family uh, living there, and um, so he has all these kids. I mean, could you imagine the police not? It, what you gotta be thinking as a parent, you gotta be thinking, don't wake up my kids, right? I mean, what person does this? So he he has like um, he lives in a small town in Minnesota, central Minnesota, something like that. It's just colds, all I know. And uh, uh, I think it's like a farm, you know. I mean, he doesn't do any farming that I know of, but it's like it's, he has acreage, and. This whole thing is uh, uh, bizarre because you know I just imagine it, you know that that you know that place that I'm talking about. It's like for the police to get there, you're really taking them off the beaten path. You know, problems. There's no, nothing happens up here. Uh, if there isn't a lost hiker, there isn't law enforcement up here moving around. And again, I'm still going live. Look, here he comes back. Here he is back. Five dollars a month for police that don't shoot my dog. Oh yeah, Josh got uh, this guy. He got swatted. Actually, Josh, got... I never knew you before, and I wish I never did. You suck ass. Thank you, holy hand grenades. <laughs> Pink Panther says, "Lord Fuentes and spams knife emojis." Recuse there for a second. I think a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in chat are obviously like Nick fans. I want to tell. I'm talking to you, Nick fans. I want to. I want you to know right now. You don't have to be this way. You can find a girlfriend still. A little bit of self-improvement. Ah! You can find your way out of this hole where you think, yeah, this curly-haired Mexican boy is the salvation for our country. You don't have to be stuck in this 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 rut where you look up to a, an effeminate Mexican as, as our political hope. Yeah, see, QB Farms is weird. Well, Nick came back for a second. Which Nick? <laughs> well, anyway, he comes back here shortly, uh, and he'll explain everything that happened. But yeah, this is the live. This is what it was like last night. It's the middle of the night, so I'm an hour ahead of Nick. So it's like one thirty for me, two o'clock in the morning, and like I immediately jump on Streamyards. I'm like, if this is happening live, like holy cow, like I want to be on this thing, right? Like I figure if we saw cops walking through. Holy moly. Like, that would be... I mean, I'd be terrified. I would absolutely be terrified, and you'd have the the uh, moment of it 
uh, man, you know what? I have my stuff on focus. So why am I not? Maybe I don't have focus on anymore. Okay. So anyway, where's your kid? He came on the screen for a second. I don't remember it taking this long. Let's see here. That was, it's only been six minutes. All right. He comes back on in uh, one and a half minutes. So let's just go to this. All right. Now let's turn this up. Casey probably doesn't like his sister too much. Just know that you will never, you'll never find the matrimony that you need. You'll never find the inner peace. All right. Here he comes. We live. We live in a very specific world. All right, world. let me get my headphones back on. Hello, I've been t I've been telling um, Nick Fuentes fans that they have to <sighs> reconcile their anger with women. That's awesome. Okay, so here he goes. He's gonna explain what happened. Well, that was fun. <laughs> I had fun. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean didn't mean to abandon you in the middle of the stream, but uh, but that's that's just good good times. So. Had to wait for the cops to actually get here. Uh, see, here's the thing. When you try and, like, SWAT someone in a small town, the cops, there's not a SWAT team. Yeah. <laughs> there's not, like, they're not going to come kicking a door down because it's a small town. Uh, so it's just, uh, it just ends up being super gay. But, I mean, I guess that's in Nick's uh, realm Is lately. So. Yeah, the first time it happened to me, it was a big deal. I got like detained. I was held, and I called an attorney, and uh, it got—I mean, it got cleared up because it's like I, I have people who have you know reasons to do this. And then the second time, they—they—they are annoyed. It's like, why do you host this email server and for free? And it's like, because <laughs> I can. And they're like, where is it located? In the Netherlands. Oh, okay, whatever. <laughs> well, I, I keep I keep trying to advertise the cops. I'm like, you could just watch the show, like, because yes, I'm live. Yes. Like, so, so you can tell I'm not, not crazy? murdering someone right now <laughs> because I'm on a show. So, uh, but there have been you know, guys but, uh, that are doing like what Nick's doing, and the cops come busting in and shoot them. But no, it's uh, so that yeah, I get a phone call shockingly when uh, when someone does this and and they're like hey <laughs> what's going on i'm like well i'm making fun of this guy who wants to have sex with cat boys and they're like oh that's weird because it's a small town they're not used to this sort of stuff that's big city stuff <laughs> but anyway <laughs> all right <laughs> damn it okay so you missed the part you you got up literally right at the part where um where medicare drops the n-word and and the oh. the d slur and well, i laughed no, we didn't that. play that so anyway <laughs> Yeah, that was uh, Fuentes last night. Uh, Fuentes, Rikita last night, man. That was that got me up. That's why I'm tired today. Uh, yeah, they tried to swat him, and you just got to see it live. That was the big deal. Uh, Yellow Flash had put that out too. He didn't do a video. He just said um, uh, he shamed this Fuentes. I don't know who this Fuentes guy is. I guess I need to find out. We need to do a stream on that. But anyway, so yeah, uh, we got that. We got Amber Heard. And we got, um, uh, which still isn't back, and I'm not going to cover the rest of that. But yeah, so Amber Heard's crazy. That's what the uh, psychiatrist just said. Uh, 
people are nuts. Oh, they think that leaving Twitter is like moving to Canada, and that's not going to happen. And then uh, you have you got to see a guy get swatted live. I mean, that's what was happening. That was a live moment. That was uh, twelve hours ago, y'all. That's that was not that long ago. <laughs> twelve hours. Imagine that. I mean, that's such a it's a weird thing. And that's got to mess with you, man. It just has to mess with you. You got to think about the the uh, safety of your family. Uh, you know, if you have any dogs, you got to think about your dogs, right? Uh, these people are, uh, they've gone crazy. And this is the problem, is that I think, like, when I started on, on YouTube, it was a very stable channel. We need to keep YouTube, YouTube. Problem is that you're starting to see some of those dorks from Twitter, which, I mean, I got started on Twitter. So, I mean, I, I'm not excluding myself. But you're seeing some of the, the, the fire-breathing uh, pablum eaters, you know, uh, coming over here. And they can't meme on Twitter. And they can't make videos. They can't make funny content. Uh, who is the their version of Rush Limbaugh? They don't have one. And on YouTube, we have hundreds of people that are your version. That's what's great about it. So anyway, guys, I'm out of here. Uh, thanks for stopping by uh, wherever you are. And this, uh, I'm still amazed with how many people pick up later on and listen through these. Uh, you guys are the best. I love you all. I really do. Uh, I mean that. I want everybody to have a, a great day, a great time. Be good to yourself. Um, don't forget to hit that like button. Hit the subscribe. The, uh, ring the bell. And um, if everyone stop by and say hi, do it. I love you guys. You're the best. Honestly, this is the greatest community. We're going to have an awesome year this year. It's going to be the uh, monu monumental. Anyway, I don't know. Maybe one day I'll get enough rest to remember how to put words in front of other words and um, uh, have a noun, an adjective, and a verb all together and make sentences. So until that day happens, you guys stay frosty. Cover your six. I love this one. With that one. Adios, muchachos.